So we're going to continue our thought on the, in the days of Noah. And then I title this false security. False security. Now I want you to notice something first. And I believe what Brother Thomas taught this uh, several weeks ago in, in, when he was in the book of Matthew. That Matthew chapter 24 is talking about the second coming of Christ, not the rapture of the church. Okay? I understand they're only seven years apart. And, but some principles can we, we under, also we understand that some principles that they have in this chapter can be applied to us today. But it's very clear. I think it's very clear because he says, but of that day and hour. Now, three times he mentions uh, in verse 27, uh, in verse 20, 27 it says, For as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth, even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. That's pretty clear, right? The coming of the Son of Man be. And uh, so there's, that phrase is mentioned in this chapter three times. And it, that phrase is mentioned, mentioned only three times in the New Testament. It's found in this chapter. Okay, the coming of the Son of Man. I think it's really clear that he's talking about the second coming. Also, it says over here in verse 37, But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Verse 39, He knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. I think it's very clear that it's talking about the second coming of Christ. This chapter is talking about the second coming of Christ. Now, and look in verse 36. It says, But of that day and hour knoweth no man. So nobody knows the day or the hour of the second coming. That's what we do not know. And that's what nobody knows. I don't care what they say. They can say, well, I got it figured out, and we got it all figured out. We studied the Old Testament, and we can figure out right when it's going to be. I don't believe them. Because the Bible says, no man knoweth the day or the hour, period. Okay? That's what I believe. You can believe something else. Okay? But <clears throat> I do believe this. Everybody can. That's what we cannot know. There's something that we cannot know that God doesn't want us to know, okay? But we can know this, that, and we can know this, and everybody can know this, that there will be a second coming, okay? There will be a second coming of Christ. That's, you can believe that with confidence there was a second coming. Now, that was exactly, and that is, that is what, this is what led these people during the flood in a trap. It led them in a trap because they wasn't, they, you know, they didn't really believe that he was going to come. He didn't believe, they didn't believe the judgment was going to come. Okay? They couldn't predict a day. They was not ready. They was not ready for a day. Notice here it says, but of that day and hour knoweth no man. And then he goes on down and says, he said in um, 
In verse 38, for as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man. They didn't know that day. Okay? They didn't know. But my question is this. They didn't know the day, but did they know the judgment was coming? Okay, did they know that the judgment was coming? Does, every, does people know, even though that they're lost, they know that Christ is going to return? You talk to heathen, they know that Christ, is, they believe. Now, some don't, you know, atheists don't believe in God. But, you know, even, even religious people that are not saved will say that Christ is going to return. Okay. Don't mean that they're ready. They just believe that he's going to return. Okay. And same thing in that day, I believe, that they knew that judgment was coming. Okay, I believe that they knew that. I mean, strong evidence that the judgment's coming. Big boat being built. <laughs> okay? Crazy preacher preaching. Tell them judgment is coming. Okay? I think they knew that judgment was coming. Okay? Now, if you have your Bibles, go to 2 Peter. Hold your place here because we're going to go back. Second Peter. Second Peter chapter 2, look in verse 5. And spare not the old world, but save Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly. So was he preaching? Who was he preaching to? Right. And he was built, not only was he preaching, he was building an ark. So it was a testimony, okay, in telling them people that judgment is coming. I believe that they all knew that an intimate, intimate judgment was at hand. I, I believe that. Now go to the book of Hebrews. Chapter 4. Look in verse 2. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. So did Noah's preaching profit them people? Why not? They didn't have faith. 
It, it wasn't that they wasn't warned. God warned them, and it was preached. But they did not have faith. They did not believe. Okay? They did not believe. So, so we see here, go back to uh, Matthew chapter 24. I, I titled this one, False Security. And there's a reason why. Because as I look at this passage, and as I look at the people in this passage, I look at a people that is, we would say in Maine, they're all set. Okay, they're all set. Meaning, they're okay. They don't need anything. You knock on the door in Maine, you ask the person, do you know, have you been born again by the Spirit of the living God? And they'll say, I'm all set. Okay, they're all set. <laughs> yeah, you're set for hell, that's what you're set for. But you have to politely leave, okay? And uh, they're all set. They're set in their ways. They're set in their religion. They don't want what you have to, you know, they don't want, they're set. These people had a false security. Even though there was a pending judgment. There was a pending judgment foretold by God to these people. They was not blind. God didn't just bring fire, water down, and, and they was just like, I wonder why this is happening. No, they didn't know the day. Okay? They was not planning for the day. The idea here is, in verse 36, is that we, that, that, that people would be ready every day. He, he died a little later than Adam. So they, they, they probably, you know, really close and they knew exactly what was going on back, all, back then, okay? So I don't know what they was doing, you know. So that was back in them days. That was way, way back, right? <laughs> As this, is, this is happening way back there. And they was eating and they was drinking. And they was marrying. Who established marriage? God did. So marriage is no problem. Eating's no problem. Drinking, you know, when we say drinking, okay. <laughs> Don't get carried away with that. But, uh, okay. Let's stick with water, okay? Uh, sweet tea, something like that, okay? Drinking that is okay. <clears throat> so they were eating, they were drinking, and they was married, and they was given in marriage. Back then, would you say that's okay? We know that there was violence in the land. We know that there's some really bad people. Did you hear about that on the news this week? How the 16-year-old teenage boy got killed? His father killed him. How many see, ever seen one of them uh, angle grinders? You know what an angle grinder is? It's a little saw, got a little wheel on it. Okay? Killed him with that. 
That man's evil. That man's evil, evil. I mean, there was some bad things happening back in the days of Noah. Okay? Really bad things. These people are eating, drinking, marrying, giving in marriage. Now, they was doing this while that ark was being built. Okay? They, they, and while the preacher was preaching, they were eating, drinking, marrying, and giving in marriage. Ark, this big ark is being built out there. You know what that tells me that shouts out to me? These people had a false security. How many ever heard of Bernie Madoff? Right? And I mean, the people, went, he had the biggest Ponzi scheme, scheme ever. And people were rolling in the dough. And they was counting every day. They would get up and, I mean, they started making more and more money every day. Until. And they had a security saying, wow, I feel good about myself. Feeling good about my funds. Feeling good about this. I'm making a lot of dough. Nobody else is getting a deal like I'm getting. Bernie, man, he's the man. I don't know how Bernie does it, but man, I'm trusting Bernie. Guess what? Day of reckoning came. Found out they was living with false security. Lost everything they thought they had. They didn't lose anything because they didn't have nothing, but they lost the money that they invested. That's what they lost. Not only did they lose that, but they lost what they thought they had. <laughs> to lose what you have is bad, but to lose what you thought you had is like a bam. Okay? These people were living. It's like you, you've heard that story of Naaman. Is it Naaman? Haman? Haman? Naaman? In, in the Bible, where um, Esther, the queen, Haman, yeah, Haman, Haman and Esther the queen, and then, you know, they came up and he thought he was going to ride the horse and he thought he was going to be ruling, right? He had a false security about him. He ended up getting hung on the gallows that he prepared for Mordecai. It was a false security. He thought he had something, but in all reality, he didn't. These people thought they were living it up. They said, you know what? We're eating, we're drinking, we're marrying, we're giving in marriage. Everything is good. But they have a pendant judgment. They had a false, false security. A false security. They didn't know the day. Because they didn't know the day, because they did not know the day, they trusted in their false security, and maybe it will never come. Maybe it will never come. Maybe that judgment won't come. Maybe Noah is wrong. 
You know why they had false security? Because they lived life blindly. How many people actually live life with blinders on? They live life with blinders on. They don't see. Okay? The first thing you want to do if you get into an area, okay, you get in an area, say you're, you're going somewhere, say you got dropped off, some strange thing happened, you got dropped off somewhere in a bus. First thing you want to do is start looking around. You want to know who's there, okay? You want to know how you can get out of there. <laughs> you want to know your exits, okay? You want to be aware of what's going on. You want to know what, what are these people up to? Instead of just going in there and being friendly and, you know, thinking it's going to be, no. These people were living blindly. You know why they was living blindly? Because they didn't have faith in God. They didn't have faith in God. And so they lived a life blindly with false security. They didn't. They lived a life without listening to God. And they lived a life, you see it right here, of just pleasure. That's all they were seeking, pleasure. Whatever feels good, do it. And so they was, they was trapped by this false security. I see them trapped there and knew not. It says, for as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. What a sad, sad day. That, when all these people died and perished because they all lived in false, with a false security. You know, there's people, they, they don't get saved, they just get religious. You say, do you believe in, in eternal security? Depends on what you mean by that. I would like to have you define that before I say yes, I agree with it, okay? So sometimes we just agree with things without a person defining it. If you're saying that eternal security is one, two, re one, two three, repeat after me, live like the devil the rest of your life, just because you said that prayer, you're saved eternally. You just gave someone a false security. And try winning someone that has a false security to Christ. Try winning someone that has a false security to Christ. Okay? And so do you believe in eternal? Yeah, I, I believe. Do you believe a, a saved person can backslide? Yeah, I believe that. Well, hold your place. Go to Galatians chapter 6. Very obvious. In numerous places in the Bible, we can see that. 
Galatians chapter 6 and verse 1. Brethren, if any man be overtaken in a fault, okay, now we use that word fault, <laughs> it's like, oh, it's my fault. You know, that doesn't sound too bad, does it? It's my fault. I'm sorry, it's my fault. How about you saying, I'm sorry, it's my sin. Ouch. Now, that's, don't get on the translators. They put the right word there, okay? I'm not saying that they didn't put the right word. I ain't smarter than they are. But I'm telling you, that word fault is associated with not just you messed up, but you sinned. You strayed away. There's a context very clear. We can see in the context that you strayed away, that you went away from God. Brethren, if any man be overtaken in a fault... Ye which are spiritual, re restore such a one in a spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. So we can see that you can restore someone that has been overtaken in a fault. They can be restored. Some people say, you know, when people get backslidden, oh, just, they, they never got saved. <laughs> Come on now. Use your scruples, use your brains. You get to discern, okay? You know, God will give us a spirit of discernment, and they could have been genuine saved, but they could have fallen away from God. Okay? Now, hold your place here. Go to Matthew chapter 7. I'll show you another place of false security. Matthew chapter 7 and verse 21. Not everyone that said unto me, Lord, Lord. And if you're going to call the Lord, Lord, that sounds like the person's pretty secure, wouldn't you say? Wouldn't you say that that person is probably religious? Right? Wouldn't you say that that person is thinks that they're in a re right relationship with God? Yeah. Okay. How hard would it be to win this person to Christ? Almost impossible. All right? Really, the question is not if a lost person can be, a saved person can be lost. It's a, the question we ought to be asking is, can a secure person that's falsely secure can be saved? And the question is, yes. Yeah. The answer is yes, but it's going to be very difficult. Not everyone that said unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. Okay. But he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say unto me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and thy name cast out devils, and thy name had done many wonderful works? Then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. They, they had a false security. You know what the fruit of false, a person that has false security, you know what the fruit is? You know what their fruit is? 
death, yes, but carnality. They're very carnal. They don't live for God. They're, they, they, they live a lot like verse 39 and verse 38, but as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage. That's all they're concerned about is eating, drinking, and giving in marriage. They're just concerned about the affairs of the world. You know, we can get, even Christians can get so busy that we forget about God. These people forgot about that judgment. Now, I don't know if they went up there and heard that preacher one time, they come back and they forgot all about it. I don't know. They was warned. I don't know if someone went every day and talked to Noah. You'd have to be a numbskull, okay, to talk to the preacher every day and to die in the flood. <laughs> you really would have to be a numbskull, okay? I mean, every day of your life, someone is telling you that you need to get saved and you don't get saved. I mean, and then you die and go to hell. What is wrong with you? Okay? I mean, some of them, they might have went out there every day and talked to Noah. Some of them might have strolled by every day and looked at that big ark out there. And they could see that ark. God made sure they could see it. But they was too busy with, the, with life. They didn't have time for God. They didn't have time for his word. They didn't have time to fellowship with God. What did Jesus say? Man shall not live by what? Bread alone. But every word. Go, go to Matthew chapter 4. That's where that's found. Matthew chapter 4. Verse 4. But he answered and said, and it says in verse 3, And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. I like, I like what Brother Thomas said that. That word, if, could also mean that, yes, you are the Son of God. That word, if. Okay, he knew he was the Son of God. And because you are the Son of God, won't you make this, these stones bread? But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. If you're trusting in God, you don't have a false security. If you have faith in God, you don't have a false security. You're secure in him. Even though that you're going through storms, even though that you're going through things that, you know, setbacks in your life, you don't have a false security. Go to another scripture. Go to Colossians chapter 3. So there are people that have a false security. They just, and we've got to try to win them to Christ. Okay, they have false security. They, they really don't have any fruit at all in their life, 
But yet they say, oh, I'm saved. You go out here and knock on doors and see how many people that's saved over here. I guarantee you, you come down with me, you and I will go down there, we'll put our love Jesus hats on, okay, and t-shirts on, amen, I've been born again by the Spirit of the living God. We'll go down to the local pub, okay, and we'll start preaching the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. Guess what? 99.9% .9 of them people, what are they going to say? Oh, I'm saved. That's what they're going to say. They got a false security. I hate to say this, you can go a step further. You can go down to one of them gentlemen clubs. I wouldn't go there, okay? But, you know, even preaching there, get a big loudspeaker, right? But you go there and you say, uh, let me ask you, how many here you are saved? Okay? Oh, yeah, I'm saved. Really? Don't talk to me about God. <laughs> I'm saved, though. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. If ye then be risen with Christ. Are you risen with Christ? Do you have Christ in your heart, in your life, in your soul? Do you have a new life? Do you have a new mind? Do you have a new set of goals that God has given you? Do you got new purpose in life? See, you are, you're driven by God. Don't you love music? Music has a drive to it. Just drive. That's what it does. It drives. It's, it's a drive to the music. You, you're going somewhere with it. Right? It's got a message. A lot of times that we don't really get too emotional in our songs. Like Brother Gene Prayer when he uh, taught his choir. He says, you know, hit that thing like you mean it. Sing it with conviction. It's got a drive to it. Right? It's got, you've got to put some punch in it. And um, if ye then be risen with Christ, we've got Christ in our life. Seek those things which are above. Where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. Don't be like them people back in Noah's day that set their heart on things on the earth, eating, drinking, marriage, which nothing's wrong with that. But there is something wrong with that when you get a big ark out there and you get a preacher man out there and you're hearing hammers all day long, and you're seeing animals go by. I mean, animals you've never seen before walking by. Where, where, where are they going? They're going up the ark. Maybe someone could ask them, where are you all going? And they're going, going in the ark. Maybe you could ask them, why? Flood's coming. And nobody asked no questions. They're spared. They had false security. But you're in Christ. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above and where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. 
when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall he also appear with him in glory. That is security. That is God's security. That is not fake security, false security. That's absolutely security. Putting your faith in Jesus Christ. Not in a religion, not in your good works, but in God. So as I look in Matthew chapter 24, I know he's talking about the second coming, but we believe also in another event. It's called the rapture. And that's also an imminent return of Christ. Or he's not actually coming down. We're going to meet him in the clouds. But, and they're only seven years apart. Don't you think that we ought to be ready for Christ? Don't we ought to be ready? And we don't have to worry. What do you have to worry about? God takes care of everything. But I really fear for people that have a false security. Don't you? They're not living right. Now, it's not my, not my to go up to people and tell them they're not saved. Okay? They know their heart, but I know what the scripture says. I know what the Bible says. If you have no fruit, You know, and can I say this much? We might want to go re-examine Saved by Fire. <laughs> we just might want to go in, instead of being boastful about it. So a lot of people use that scripture. Say, so see, everybody, all them, all, them, all them people out there saved. We might want to go re-examine it. We might want to study it a little carefully. Because we don't want to give anybody false security, but yet we don't want to cause doubts in people at the same time. I, I, don't want to I don't want to cause doubts in someone that's really saved. But I don't want to give security in someone that's lost. Okay? But you know, in your heart, you, you know you got saved. Okay? And you got fruit in your life. You, you have a change in your life. You have a desire for God. You have a desire to please him. You have a desire to obey him. You have a desire to worship him. And so you put your faith in God. Something happened in your life. But these people out there, they're just like in the days of Noah, they're, all, they're everywhere. Like I said, we can go different places and find these people. And they'll say, oh yeah, I'm saved. 